Welcome back to the first 2023 episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and we are all familiar with the big names in horror, Freddy, Jason, the butt spiders of Florida, but who we're not familiar with are the ones just outside the terror, the ones who didn't get to tell their tales. Now, when I was a kid, I had a pretty active imagination, and I would see something and just think, hey, I could do that, or if I tried it, I'd probably be okay with that. Thought of that about skateboarding. That wasn't true. I thought that about major league gaming. I thought I could play video games professionally, and then I watched people do it. It turns out I suck. Although right now I am playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and guys, I got to tell you, there's nothing better than rolling up with a boat full of Vikings and just laying waste to a church while you raid their camp for supplies. It really helps me exercise a lot of that Catholic guilt that I have, and it proves Father Phelan was right. I am bad news, but I couldn't do those things. And then in college, I read part of a book called The Royal Road to Card Magic. It's a book about card magic, sleight of hand. And there were some things in there about how to, you know, how to do lifts and how to like, you know, stack the deck. And I thought if I tried that, I could probably be a really good blackjack or poker player. I could run tables in Vegas. I'd probably just seen the movie 21 at some point, but I can't do that. I would, wouldn't even be close. I would be, it would be an embarrassment to card sharks everywhere. I think if I did end up in Vegas, I'd probably wind up doing like stand up comedy at some I don't know, party store, little theater they have hanging out of the back. That's a converted shed they made into a little stage. That's probably what I would end up doing. I, I don't think I'd fit in with the glitz and glamour of old or new Vegas. But this week's guest actually did both, and I kind of got to live vicariously through them. So sit back, enjoy the first episode of 2023. back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. And this week, folks, I am coming to you from a place that I have to admit to you, it is really intimidating. Uh, I, I don't like coming in here because I feel like I'm being judged and, and looked at, but I'm, I'm putting on a brave face today because being in a guitar center makes you want to talk to other musicians. And this week I am joined by 96-year-old Las Vegas legend, Burl Evangeline. Burl, thank you for joining me. Thank you for coming and meeting me at the center, Adam. Uh, Burl, I have to ask. I'm I'm feeling a little insecure at the moment because I, I'm a guitar player, but I'm very bad. I'm a novice at best. How do you feel coming into a guitar center where it feels like everybody just has eagle eyes on you and they're judging your your skills as a musician? I feel like I am at home when I come into a guitar center because I am every instrument. Mm -hmm. I can harmonicize, I can pianize, I can guitar, I can sing, I am every instrument. And when I come in here, it's like my cheers. Well, if I'm with the regular, I'm hoping that some of that uh, that confidence and, and comfortable being comfortable will rub off on me. So um, you'll you'll be okay. Brandon's not working today. He has his um, he's getting ready for prom. Oh, so. yeah that that is an exciting time. Yeah, he's a great, he's, um, Stevie Ray Vaughan is his favorite guitarist, and he's 18 years old, he plays like a Vaughn, but he's got the attitude of a Clapton, so he's getting ready for prom. He's not well, working I, today, so you're good. Well, great, I, because, yeah, I, I don't think I could take that, that, that kind of scrutiny from a, from a kid like that, but, uh, but we're here, so, so let's talk, you know, Burl, you're, you're a musician, but at mm. some point in your life, you 
well, up until recently, you were a lounge singer in Las Vegas, correct? I was the lounge singer. And viva Las Vegas! Viva Las Vegas! I I came to Vegas in the 70s mm-hmm. um, because I was dating uh, somebody in the mob. I will not reveal their name, but it rhymes with Rati. And I came out here because a lot of our good friends, Sinatra, mm-hmm. the other guys, they were all out here. And I said, well, I can do that. I can be, oh, the gong has gone off at the guitar center. Somebody get away from the drums. It's the whole drum room. It's like, it's a. Ah, it's scary to walk over there. If Brandon was here, he'd be pissed. He would be pissed. That's okay. I, you know, Brandon, I, I don't think Brandon will, he, he probably won't listen to this. He seems too cool. He's pretty cool. His grandpa's 75. I said, hook me up with that young gun. And he said, you're right. Beryl, you're not wearing any pants. I said, well- they're shorts, you little shit. Well, can bro, I, I curse on this? You can say whatever you want on here. Absolutely. Balls. Totally. You can say, yeah, balls is great. Uh, okay. And, you know, speaking of balls, you see balls when you're not wearing pants. And if you weren't, if, and musicians don't wear pants and singers don't wear pants, that's kind of a crazy type behavior that musicians have. And I think you must have saw a lot of that in Vegas because you were there like at the heyday, bro. I bet you you have stories for days about these guys. Oh, Adam, thank you so much for respecting my upbringing. I uh, do. You, are you familiar with Wayne Newton? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure am. No relation to the fig. But he uh, we we were doing uh, duets for a, a good amount of time before he really took off. And uh, uh, there was. <laughs> Oh, I laugh when I think about it. We uh, there was a time when we would actually we would kill for sport. We just figured a lot of tourists come. Mm-hmm. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, baby. Oh, I guess maybe I've revealed a lot. No, you know what, bro? I I I want to hear this story because this sounds. I mean, these are the things that I I was so excited to talk to you about. So let's just take care of something real quick at the, my neighbors are dead legal department, just to cover our own bases. You and Wayne Newton yeah. allegedly killed people for sport. Allegedly. That's killed cor- people For sport. Allegedly. That yeah, is allegedly. Correct. That is. So if you were to allegedly go out with Wayne Newton and kill somebody for sport, what might that look like? Because that sounds like a crazy night. So, um, in theory and imagination, um, it would be a little something like Wayne is singing Donker Shane <laughs> and I'm, I'm in, I'm in the back of the, the cabaret theater harmonizing from the back. So you have Wayne from the front, you have me, Burl Evangeline from the back. So you're just getting a full stereo like live performance. And as, uh, as Wayne sings the line, Though we go on our separate ways. As ways hits, I come in with just strangling somebody uh, with my bare hands. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing gloves. And mind you, I'm continuing to harmonize. Sure. You're a pro. Thank you. Um, 
And as they are choking, the audience is going crazy. You just kind of pull them out the back. Um, if maybe, maybe all of that. The audience is going crazy, not just for the performance, but they're going crazy in a in a good or bad way at seeing you strangle somebody on stage with Wayne Newton. The performance. They're cheering the performance. They're not cheering the, the strangling. The performance is so good that they don't even notice that somebody's being strangled to death in front of them. And they know that what happens here stays here. That does feel like a pretty smart mantra to have for a city because it kind of feels like a get out of jail free card. I don't know why more cities and places don't adopt that what happens here stays here mentality. I agree. I feel like Texas is kind of doing that, but that's neither here nor there because we are at the Guitar Center. So you're living this fast paced Las Vegas life with, you know, Sinatra. You're killing people allegedly with Wayne Newton. What do you do in your free time? Like, what do you do to decompress, Burl? Because that seems like a lot of pressure and a lot of, like, a sounds like a train ride where you just got to, like, hold on. You know, I, the thing that brings me the most joy and relaxation after performing for the Vegas masses is um, frequenting escape rooms. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I do yeah, them. Yeah. I do them by myself. Wow. Not a lot of people do that. They're designed for groups. Exactly. And I'm here to say that you can't put me in a group, baby, because I'm number one. You're one of a kind, And that's that's right. That's how I've been able to perform and work in Vegas for over 50 years. All right. So in that 50 years, things are going great. Let's fast forward a little bit to an incident that maybe isn't so well remembered. Let's talk about the... Area 51 cargo zombie apocalypse event happening in Vegas. Oh my gosh, what a whirlwind. Kind of a good time. Okay. So I'm at the fuel lounge, which is half gas station, half lounge. It does have a couple of slot machines, Mm -hmm. a ATM that does charge you a $20 processing fee. That's Vegas. Vegas, baby. And I'm just, I'm, I'm performing and all of a sudden somebody just throws up and I'm thinking to myself, was I, was I, was I singing Adele badly? Is it me? Right. Hello. Turns out it wasn't my performance and believe you, me and everybody. It's not my first time performing in a puddle of somebody's vomit, myself or someone else's. So I just kept going. Well, again, I, I don't mean to keep interrupting your bro, but you're a professional. That takes the strength of a, of a true professional entertainer to, to power through something like that. So again, hats off to you. Thank you so much. And I, I just, I knew that the the person on pump four had to hear the bridge of Hello by Adele. It's a beautiful song. It really, it says so much. She's great. Really, I just, I think she should be the president of the United States, and I know she can't because she wasn't born here. Silly rule. It really is. So I, uh, more and more people just kept getting 
sick and sick. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go. So I got into my 96 Toyota Civic. It has three, one, the best year of Honda Civics to be made is in 1996. That's 96 was a good year. Yeah. It's the year that I am currently. I'm 96. A Honda Civic from 1996 with 300,000 miles on it. It keeps going, baby. Just like me. Yeah. I get out and everybody's just kind of like moaning and groaning. And I just, I don't, I'm confused, but I'm not scared, Adam. Sure. I'm not scared. Because I, I've been through war. The war on drugs. I have been through breakups. Oh, yeah. The Beatles, the Spice Girls, Hanson. I have been through so much in my life that a little bit of blood and a little bit of moaning, I'm fine. And, Burl, I just want to, for the record here, and again, I just, this speaks to, to you. When you refer to these breakups, you're not talking about the bands breaking up. I have it here written down that you dated every single member of all those groups. Is that correct? Correct. I dated all of the members of the Beatles, all of the members of the Spice Girls, and all of the members of Hanson. I dated all of Hanson. Legally. Of course. You're not a monster. Legal. You're not a monster. Of course they were legal. Those are handsome boys. You could tell when they were young they were going to be good looking. So, uh, yeah, everything's everything's on the level here. I knew it. And did I use my power that I had as a Vegas lounge singer to get these kids up on the stage before they were ready? You know, I did. You know, I did. Well, what's, I mean, Burl, you have the power. You got to enjoy it a little bit, you know, like what's, what's the, what's good. What's the use of it? If you don't indulge men do it all the time. So why can't this lady? I agree. That's the argument Wayne Newton and I got into. Oh, is that right? Yes. He thought you shouldn't be using your power to get kids up on stage who weren't ready to be there yet? Correct. He said they have to do it in their own time. And I said, Wayne, I'm trying to make dreams come true. Yeah. That's the killer instinct, though. That's the instinct that, uh, that again, a, a professional has. You know, and I mean, I don't want to speak bad of Wayne Newton, but, you know, he should, he should shut his fucking mouth. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Dark shame to you, Adam. I yeah, agree. Thank you. Thank you. A, an alleged killer instinct. Let's just alleged, let's yes. double down. Alleged on that. killer. Let's double Wayne down. Newton. Yes. Um, so yeah, so everybody's turning in. I figured uh, uh wow, every this people are super sick. I wonder if the buffet is killing everybody. Is this super bad food poisoning? Yeah, this doesn't seem to be out of the realm of possibility of something that could happen in Las Vegas. Just a bunch of people vomiting and moaning and groaning on the sidewalk. Have you seen a bachelorette party at four o'clock in the morning after they've taken all of the gummy dildos, ate all of them, had 14 Jaeger bombs collectively? There's mm-hmm. two of them in this bachelorette party, by the yeah. way. Mm-hmm. And they are now, uh, they've lost their, their room key to their suite at the Bellagio, and they've lost their dignity. That's the exact same thing as a zombie apocalypse. So there's no reason to freak out at this moment. No, not at all. Not at all. 
So I go back to my condo, condominium, no big deal. I own it. And I just kind of, I'm watching the news and they're saying a a, a virus is hit. And all of these people are turning into zombies. And I get a little concerned. Well, now, yeah, now it sounds like it's time to freak out. I knew I had so much more life to live and I'm 95. Well, this is happening. And I uh-huh. said, not to, not today, Satan, not today. So you knew it was so time I to get sp- the F out of Dodge. Yes. So I grabbed my essentials, my uh, white shoulders perfume available at TJ Maxx for seven ninety nine. Is that a Liz Claiborne one? I think it's- Or Liz Taylor. Liz, I think it's Liz Taylor white shoulders. Uh, sure. Let's say that. Um, I take one gallon of milk whole and my beloved parakeet that unfortunately died. That's unfortunate. Well, you know, parakeets, they have a tendency to do that. He died to me because he flew away. I don't know if he's still living or what Mm -hmm. his deal is, but real asshole move. Yeah, especially, yeah. Pets are so ungrateful. They don't get what's happening. No, how could they? They're silly little bird brains. Stupid bird brain. I used to make hats for them. Little parakeet hats. That's cute. Would you like one? I don't have a parakeet, but I'll absolutely take one. You could wear it. Oh, God. Uh, There's a bunch of teenagers over there looking at bass guitars. I'm feeling real insecure right now, bro. Hey, Tyler, your mom called. Your dad's left, and it's your fault. <laughs> Go cry. Now, a lot of people would hear that, bro, and say, that was really mean, but I think you just made a better musician. That kid's going to write songs about what you just did. That's why you got to get them the skill set of Stevie Ray Vaughan, but the personality of Eric Clapton. Yeah. I think that's a good place to, that's a good medium to hit for, you know, being a rocker. And I'm not even a rocker, just a musician like yourself, you know? So you, you get out of Dodge, like you leave Vegas. How does that feel? Oh, no, because, I, oh I'm sorry. I'm still in Vegas. Oh, you didn't, you stayed in Vegas. I'm, I'm in the middle of all the zombies. Okay. And let me tell you, let me tell you, Adam, not a single zombie came near me. I, I think it was the white shoulders. Are you telling this sounds crazy, but that does sound like the, the elephant in the room. Is that what we're saying here? That white shoulders repel zombie? I think it, because it, uh, it also, because of, I think, my age and my natural scent of close to death. And then you add white shoulders available at any TJ Maxx for $7.99. It, it gives off the smell of of a corpse. So I think everybody was just like, Oh, she's a part of this. Wow. White shoulders. Who would have, I'd never would have thought that. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. So you're, so you're for all intents and purposes, you're fine. I'm I, I went back to my condo, my condominium. I went back. I, I knew of a bomb shelter that they had at one of the, uh, casinos Mm -hmm. it's a little casino called if you got two quarters you can come in i I knew that they had a bomb shelter so i would just go there for groceries and i actually i put on a show for the main zombie guy who looks like 
zombie Jesus, but white yeah. zombie Jesus. I mean, this, so this is incredible. I I have to ask though, like you know, you're doing well. You're seeing, you you seem fine with the zombies. Do you? How do you feel about seeing the, your your beloved Las Vegas kind of in the shambles that it's in? It was. Uh, it took some adjusting because um, they did drop a couple of literal bombs to get rid of all the zombies. Yeah. Again, I was just happened to be in the bomb shelter getting spam and beans, and I survived. I walked out. I was like, "Oh, a makeover." I think Vegas got what was always coming for it. Yeah. And it's it's insides were always kind of crumbling, and now we saw it on the outside. Pearl, I think that's really beautiful. I think it's I think to celebrate the end of something is is just as beautiful as celebrating the beginning in the life of something as well, too. So I think that's a really healthy way to look at it. Thank you. Thank you. What else is healthy is I, I I befriended the zombies. You did. I kissed I kissed one. Are we talking are we talking a new relationship here for Burl and Evangeline? He was just uh, the thing with him is he didn't have a butt. He literally had his butt bitten off. And it didn't grow back and I'm a butt lady. I love sure. thick but thick thighs. And I just, you know, he showed a lot of interest, but I, the, it just, the spark wasn't there for me. Well, that's unfortunate. Um, but I kissed, I kissed a zombie on the mouth. You know, just to get a little bit of that old Vegas feel that we don't get a chance to hear so much. You dated it or you kissed a zombie, not dated. How does that differ from kissing the guys back in Sinatra's day? Oh, well, they, a lot of them had diseases in Sinatra's day. Um, they just didn't take the time to go to the doctor. I just think medically we weren't that advanced to know that that cold sore was not a zit. Uh, it was, it was herpes. So I, I think that that's the, that's the most noticeable difference that I can pinpoint. Is that the zombies cleaner than the guys in Sinatra's day? 100%. Well, you know, these are the things you don't get to hear about. And the zombies were better about being told no than the guys in Sinatra's days. They didn't like to hear no. They said, don't you know who we are? And you'd go, yes, bored. And, you know, they just kind of felt like they could do whatever they want. But zombies are so... There's different level of zombies. There's like the head guy that kind of came through and he's very powerful. Mm-hmm. And then there's like lower zombies that are just kind of like dull, kind of like Tyler over there with his stupid friends. He is kind of, they are stupid. They're dumb. Yeah. They're f- I don't like 14 them. years old. Is that well, one looking at you? I mean, I, I don't want to look because if they are, I don't want to get caught because I don't know how I'm going to handle that. Santa's not real, boys. You heard Thank me. Thank you, Burl. Thank you. Yep. Well, you know, the, what you can't get from a 14-year-old is is perspective and life experience. And Burl, Evangeline, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed getting to come to a guitar center, a place that I never felt comfortable until now, to hear some old Vegas stories. And you've really seen it all. You've seen it. You've seen Vegas make so many transformations. And it just, I really value your your perspective and your and your world insight. And I value you overcoming your fears of joining me at this beautiful guitar center. 
Well, if it's all the same to you, let's say we go in the keyboard room and play around with some of those funky little keypads. I hope you know To Love Somebody by Nina Simone because it's coming at you. I'm going to look it up. I can't wait. Uh, Burl Evangeline, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you, Adam. May the zombies be kind to you. Thank you for listening to My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. The show is produced by myself, Nate DeFort, and Ryan Counts House, with editing done by Nate DeFort. Our original music was composed by Jesse Case, with additional music by Dane Halverson. Our artwork was done by James Mulholland. And as always, we want to give a very special thank you to our old pal, Mark Nashon. I want to give a big thank you to my old friend, Sarah Del Amico, for coming by and playing Bertel Evangeline. If you want to know more about what Sarah's up to, you can follow her on social media. You can find her at Sarah Del Amico and check her out online at saradelamico.com. If you like the show and you want to support us, go to www.patreon.com slash my neighbors are dead, where you can find new weekly bonus content only available to our Patreon patrons. If you have yet to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, please take a second to do so now. It helps us grow and it helps new neighbors find the show. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at My Neighbors Are Dead and on Twitter at My Dead Neighbors. Stop by, give us a follow, and share your favorite episodes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.